This hour is brought to you by Menards. Save big money at Menards. One good thing about Chicago, there's not a lot of options. There's a handful of them. We're still kind of running those to the ground. But um, if we're fortunate enough, if we're able, um, you know, to stay in Chicago, I would just say, you know, we need to make sure that it's, it's close to the lakefront because I think that's what brings it all together. I always think about, you know, those money shots of Sunday night football, Monday night football, Thursday night football, hosting the Super Bowl. You know, I visualize the day that we win a Super Bowl in our stadium in Chicago. But having that view of the lake, of downtown, you know, of that beautiful city, uh, I think we, we deserve to, to see and explore if that's a possibility. Yeah, because you're trying to drop the tax bill in the place where you actually want to be. And the Cook County Board of Review just told the team yesterday that they're leaving the value of the land at $192 million, which would make for a big property tax bill. So now the negotiation can continue through Saturday with the three area school districts in Arlington Heights. And they'll see if they can come up with a number. My belief is it would be it would be malpractice to pass on the idea of owning your bears land of owning your your mixed use massive commercial real estate amusement park venture just because it's going to be a little more expensive on the front end that's silly Unless you don't want it there. Yeah, but there's there's no reason to not want it there. As opposed to doing this again with the city and all of everything you've got to deal with of not owning it and not... You're building hotels. You're building apartment buildings. You're building shopping malls and movie theaters. And you're going to own every penny of that. The value of that's going to be astronomical to the overall bottom line of your franchise value. So... You can you can try to haggle this bill down as much as you can, but to walk away from that is insane. You're you're gonna have to pay it. They they want their they want their 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 beak wet. They want their money for their schools. Give them their money for their schools. Everybody wins. Everybody wins. Just pay it. Pay your taxes to Arlington Heights. Just pay your taxes. Right. And get them off your ASS. ASS. Pay just pay your taxes. That's a t- or, or negotiate it, because if you say, look, Arlington Heights, you can get some billions and uh, hundreds of millions, well, they, and, or you and, can get a little less. And Arlington Heights has, apparently, they've been okay with doing that, because Churchill Downs- They negotiated with Churchill Downs. Yeah, Churchill Downs, who owned the- the racetrack, they had already negotiated, what are they, like 60-something million Correct. dollars or something like that? 70, well, there's one, there was 60 and there was 71. Those are the ones the Bears submitted. So it seems as if it's not like the village isn't good with negotiating. But I understand them wanting their money and the county wanting its money for what is a property that is going to bring back billions of dollars in revenue to the Chicago Bears. And I, for one, am here for, make them earn it. That that since this is in public money, make them earn that. And, and let the schools 
whether we're talking about stuff that's happened here in the city of Chicago and the county of Cook or just the county of Cook, how many times have we seen tax money misappropriated? All the time. Right. A certain percentage you presume is going to be. that, And that's a problem. So I would say to the folks in Arlington Heights and Fritz Kagey and everyone else, don't make it easy on the Bears just because it's the Bears. Make them pay their fair share in this. And if you negotiate a fair share, keep it moving, build your place, and then you can start printing money. Because that's what's going to happen. The Bears are going to have an opportunity to build a village inside of Arlington Heights. Like Dan's talking about, mixed-use properties, putting up condos and hotels and retail stores and anything else that they want. It's but, a, it would be a convention locale. You'd have people coming in and staying there. Much easier because, to get there from O'Hare yes, than it is to get downtown. Much like what Schaumburg has done to, Vegas. to make themselves kind of like a, a mini destination. And it's right there, too. So, like, you, you, yes. could, you could also have, like, the connective tissue of kind of creating, like, this super area out there for you. Then you get into the business of getting other things. You get into the business of getting a Final Four. I don't know about a Super Bowl, but usually that's how it works. You build a new place. They Yeah, that's, they, that's almost a wink-wink yeah, presumption. You, you get a Super Bowl, but you do put yourself into the mix for other stuff. Who says that the, the combine has to be in Indy? The combine could be here. The Final Four, concerts, other things that you can do. And you'll own it. You'll own the playing surface. You'll be able to figure out exactly how you want it to ride, all the things that you want. You'll own the parking lot. You'll have the opportunity to say, well, we're gonna, all this money is going to be ours. We don't have to share it with nobody. But you got to share some money up front. Well, not only that, you can move your practice facility out of Lake Forest and sell all that land. That's unbelievably, which, you're at Conway Farms. Yeah. You can move, find, you know, get your whole practice facility behind whatever walls you want and all your practice fields there. I thought about that like when this first came up because they had spent so much time and money on renovating Hallis Hall. And this was, the, this was the one thing that for sure you can say Ryan Pace did a great job of is spearheading that and saying, man, we have got to, We've got to fix this. This is behind the times. And I know that it was a heavy investment. It may have even been $100 million in the renovation of House Hall. I kept thinking, are the Bears just going to create a whole campus for themselves in Arlington Heights? And how would they feel about like leaving Lake Forest? But it makes sense. No Why re- not have there's everything no, there? There's no reason for them to be in Lake Forest other than that's where they happened to be before. They do like tradition. But, but there's no reason for them to be there. I, I agree with you, but they do like tradition. And it's it would be so much easier for you to do that. Like, you could have all of your practice fields and, you know, like. You have a whole complex. And if you build it up, like, and we're talking, we're talking seven to ten years into the future here. If you build it up, then you don't have some of the awkwardness of their training camp now, you know, that, oh, we got, we got this guy, he's over at this hotel, we got these guys over here, this sort of thing. One road in. 
and just kind of make it a, a bigger thing. But they shouldn't be given a free ride. Of course not. I, I want the Arlington Heights school districts to get their money. This is a great opportunity for them also. That's why I, I think the Saturday deadline can probably be pushed. if can they, be negotiated itself. Sure, if they are making progress and negotiate, say, hey, look, let's we're $100 million apart. Why don't we... Let's start somewhere. Let's let's see what we can do here. Either way, that's just an upfront cost that ultimately is going to be a pittance. You're going to be kicking yourself if you cut off your nose to spite your face and say, screw you, we're going to do some convoluted, over-corrupted, mobbed-up deal with the city and, and it's have all why, these why same... Chicago to be mobbed Have up? all these same problems that we've had in the past. And you're going to do, go do this again. When this is the greatest chance you've ever had at a point where half the, the the extant McCaskies can't wait to sell. They can't wait. Virginia's 110. She's not what, 110. What are you doing? 101. Cut a check. Happy birthday. Figure Virginia it out. Cut a check. Do your deal. Then you can get on with a, just a, a massive increase in franchise value. You own everything. But you hear Kevin Warren talking about the city, and I know that the, it's partially and probably mostly a leverage play, but what if, what if after his experience in Minneapolis, him saying, oh, no, 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 baby, we can build one here. Now, I would say. And own it? I'm like, well, you're going to have to. Cause but what are you gonna you gonna own the hotels around it? No. What are you doing? But you could own your stadium. But that's not the sports business. Sports is real estate. Yeah, but pro you, sports is real estate. But you'd have better real estate. No, you'd have a building. You'd have one building. You don't D- depending the, it's on a where real it is. Estate. Look at Stan Kroenke. You look at SoFi. It's a real estate play. They finally understood that. They're not going to unwind that. Now they but finally what, what got if, that. They what got if an they unbelievable don't, What if he site? doesn't like it? Maybe it's not unbelievable. What if Kevin Warren dug through the details and was like, if they're going to, I'll take it if they give us everything we want. But if they're trying to get some extra money out of us, we can go somewhere else and find it. You can't go anywhere else and get that. You can build a building somewhere else. I, you think, can't, I think that you could go somewhere else, not the city. Right, not the but, city. But I, oh, think yeah, yeah, I, mean, sure. I think there are other places oh, that they could go to get that land. Type of, oh, you, yeah. you could get less expensive land anywhere. The further away you get from the city, the land gets less expensive. Gary? Yeah. You buy the whole city of Gary. Well, I mean, Gary's coming up now. <laughs> Re- rebuild Gary. Rebuild Gary. Gar- Gary is, is actually having a very slight renaissance right now because of the proximity to Chicago and there's some investment that's going on in Northwest Indiana these days. I just think there's going to be there find some way for, Kevin Warren will find some way to get some face saving concession and say all right this is and I, he can go I back don't to even the think that it has to even be like face saving. I agree with you where it's like just pay it. This is this is the figurative and literal tax for doing business. Pay it and then get on with the getting's on. Get get on with all the stuff that you've ever You'll wanted make to it do back a hundredfold, and then then you can really see Kevin Warren geek out because he wants to talk to you about building the place and all of the different schematics and bringing in Andrew Luck and have him look around and build it for him and all the other. If things. you build it, they will come. I guess. I mean, they're going to come anyway. Like that's the thing. 
They're, they're going to go anyway. But then you can get on with it. Get on with it! You can build your place. You can build your version of what the Cubs have. Oh, to, on, on roids, though. Yes, because it's football. And I'm not sure how the revenue sharing, if there is, well, there isn't, there really isn't anything that's like baseball revenue sharing. Because that's, you, the, the gambit for baseball is you only share what What's, is in the in the walls of the park itself. Yes. Everything else is yours. With the NFL, it's a little bit more. Yeah, I'm not exactly, I, I don't, I can't speak knowledgeably about how those sort of arcane rules work or even if there's something similar i don't think there is no just go do you go do you but that's you've wanted control a lot of this is control now maybe maybe in the conversations with brandon johnson maybe kevin warren has i'm trying to look at every single angle of this maybe he's found a partner worth partnering with where it's not going to be a fight every day that you're not going to get the meatball fan mayor that's just trying to, you know, pick up political points by saying mean stuff about you when you lose to the Packers. You still won't have the real estate. Maybe they can find the real estate. They can't find a parcel like that in the city. They can find it. Even the 78. They could find it in the city. They can't find it downtown. They could find a parcel of that in the Southland well, for sure. That big? Maybe they could go to the village of Bedford Park Whoa. with their fabulous water. Hey, man. Didn't they sponsor a bowl? Didn't they sponsor no, that was the- Elk Grove Village. Oh, that's right. That's, well, maybe that's where they should go because they're giving out money in Elk Grove Village for the Bahamas Popeyes Bowl or whatever it was. That was your favorite bowl of all time, it's wasn't the it? Greatest, it's the greatest concept for a bowl game ever. What are you going to do? Well, in the middle of December, we're going to invite you to come be in the Bahamas for a week. All right. That sounds great. But there's more. Oh, really? What else? Well, there's a football game that's going to take place. So if you want, you can go to the football game. So wait, I get a week in the Bahamas Mm -hmm. and I get to go watch a football game. That sounds amazing. But wait, there's more. The bowl game is sponsored by someone. Oh, am I going to get like a cell phone? No. You're going to get chicken and a biscuit. That's what you're going to get. All day, every day. You're going to get the Bahamas. You're going to get football. And you're going to get chicken and a biscuit. There's no better concept for a bowl (laughs) game ever than that one. They need to bring it back. Popeyes needs to get back on board. And we all need to go. We does it matter that, who the teams are? No. It doesn't matter who no, the teams are. It doesn't matter one bit. I don't care if it's a Sunbelt team and a team from the SWAC. I don't care. <laughs> We're going to the Bahamas for a week. There's going to be football and chicken. Hey, this was quite the success for Elk Grove Village, apparently, according to the Chicago Tribune in 2019. Elk Grove Village spent $300,000 to sponsor the Bahamas Bowl. It resulted in $12 million in media exposure. It only cost $300,000? Yeah. That's we could pull together and get that. Yeah, we well, probably could. Studs, Let's sponsor a bowl. Studs, that's what the Barstool guys did. They bought a bowl. What a gambit. For, I think for like $2. Oh, we got to get on this. Think, we, they, we're, we're missing out. Yes. We get, we could probably do like the Motor City Bowl or something like that. Invest in Detroit. 
Do we get land? And that's another place you might want to consider. It's probably too late. Way too late on that trade. Probably too late. Way too late. Downtown hey, Detroit. Hey, next up, I mentioned that there's a MLB controversy that's going on. Yeah, yeah. Forget about that for a second. Are, are you hearing what I'm saying? Dan? Yes. It's a week in the I Bahamas. Have been. It's a football game, and then there's chicken. And did you see? Did you see how much chicken there was? When they first when they first did the Popeyes Bahamas Bowl, and it was just like, hey, here's eight tables of chicken and biscuits. Spicy and regular? Yes. Taste the biscuit. Taste the goodness of the biscuit. I'm telling you, my dinner the other night was just ideal. We haven't played that enough lately. A a three-piece spicy with a side of red beans and rice and a biscuit. And a three-piece mild with a side of mashed potatoes and gravy and a biscuit. And somehow that is more economical than yes. the bigger yes, piece, it was. whatever, nine-piece. Eight-piece. This was six. It, it, trust me. I did. I, I, I ran the numbers on this one. I had my team of people did Kevin de- Warren come d- in? determine what it was. And it was, it was perfect. And I'm like a Popeye's. I got points now. And meanwhile, that's not why you called. Do you realize I got my love of fried chicken primarily from my dad? My dad is like his his mom used to actually make it in in like the uh, a frying pan. There was a family recipe, and occasionally my mom would make his mom's recipe, and it had to be just right. It had to be room temp served room temperature, never hot, never cold. I agree with that. Just warm, and that's when it was ready to eat. And I and he would take us to Cliffs in in Omaha all the time. Back when Browns was good back in the day, we used to have that all the time. The Browns at at forty one and uh, twenty two. And he took a trip in college with one of his classmates, where they drove all the way out west to Crater Lake and through Oregon and California, and and they ev- they stopped at every little joint that served fried chicken. It's almost all they ate on the entire trip was trying to find the best fried. And how about this? That man is 80 years old. He has never had Popeyes. Oh, that's got to have it. He has never had Popeyes. So here's what his, we do. His favorite has been Joe's Steak and Seafood, their fried chicken. They've been our, our victory chicken sometimes. But I'm telling you, he has never had Popeyes. Well, once we get Popeyes and the Bahamas Bowl back together, there you go. You take him on a trip to the Bahamas I'll Bowl. I'll make him the damn Grand Marshal. So he could see Northern Illinois take on Troy. I don't care what the matchup is. You throw out the records when those teams meet. I'm I'm going, and we should all go. And we should all go and have chicken. And he's like, well, there's no Popeyes near enough to me. I've never, like, hold on. Get out your phone. There's a Popeyes around. And just put in Popeyes. The there really isn't. The closest one is on... Milwaukee, it's worth it. Milwaukee and Dundee and Wheeling. It's not like Waffle House, like where you have to I go know, to Southern right. Indiana. <laughs> you to, have to go to Columbus or whatever. Yeah. Well, yeah, how far of a drive is that for him? They go to Bob Chin's all the time. Okay, so there you it's go. There's right no excuse. Next, it's right next to Bob Chin's. So is and there in Tuscany. Is there one of the, is there, I don't even stole, there's a whole row of great, that's where La Francais used to be, a whole row of restaurants right there in Wheeling on Milwaukee. Like, there's a brand new Popeyes right there. Go get some damn chicken. We got to get them back together, man. I don't know what, I, I don't know if Elk Grove Village is the reason why they 
They separated if Elk Grove Village was out here, you know, wrecking a happy home. <laughs> but maybe, maybe we can have everyone be happy. Elk Grove Village, Popeyes, the Village of Bedford Park, and the Bahamas Bowl. I believe they played the Bahamas Bowl in Charlotte this year, though. That's so less appealing. Charlotte's great, but the question here, Dan, why the mild? Because I don't want all spicy. I like them both. They're both awesome. You need, for, your mouth needs a break. They're both awesome for their own reasons. So I do. I like the way sometimes the uh, the mild is. I just I I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. You just go. And you have a good time. Love that I'm I'm looking for a new auntie Popeyes too. Let See that's something. That that's what you're. I'll, I'll show you what the, your problem is. Tell you is. something. <laughs> they knew what their target demo was, <laughs> and they hit their target. You, you want to go hang out in the kitchen? I sure do. <laughs> I sure see, do. See what she's got cooking. Mm-hmm. I gotta say, I I somehow missed the the new Popeyes lady. Yeah, not not and, no, not the the other one that was literally out here like, oh, I'm gonna make no no, no the 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 new one. No, I I just googled it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They they're like, oh, what's our target audience for Popeyes? Oh, <laughs> there you go. A little extra flavor makes the not, wide receiver. No, go that's the wall. not no. different. That's, that's different. KFC. That's different. And this- that's super racist. Popeyes your, would never. Your uh, your Popeyes mommy is Deidre Henry, mm-hmm. professional actress known for playing the role of Annie. She's been part of many TV series, but she's mostly known as the Popeyes lady. No, no, not her. It's the new lady. What? Well, hang on. No, 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 no. This is this is right. Isn't this who we're talking about? No. Oh. Okay, because she was born in Barbados, moved to Atlanta. No, that's Old not who we're talking so, about. No, moved to Babylonia. Uh, okay, you find out who you're talking about, and we'll, we'll do the research. But we've got a baseball controversy we must discuss next on The Score. Dan Bernstein, Lawrence Holmes, Middays 10 to 2 on 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. I don't care for the orange jerseys. Taste the biscuit. Taste the goodness of the biscuit. My detective work has uh, hit a wall. My investigation has been stymied. I went to all the places I usually go that iSpot.tv, the places to find commercial actors. This isn't like the case where where Mike Nelson's brother is like, that's my brother. It turns out he was a listener. I don't know if she if, if if there's really any justice in the world, she's like a listener too. That would that would be great if that were the case. Um also apparently we know people that know people at the Bahamas Bowl. Really? <laughs> so they're listening. Get it back. So this Get back is- together with Popeyes. And get the pop, new Popeyes lady at the bowl. If you've heard it or not, the uh, M, not the, but MLB has a new uniform manufacturer, and it's Fanatics. So it was Nike. Was it Nike last year? Did Nike do the uh, the alternates, like the Wrigleyville one? For I forgot what they were called. Yeah, Nike did those, didn't they? The City Connect. City Connect uniforms. I, I think, think Nike right. did those. And the complaint with the Nike uniforms is that they were too tight. And then guys are like, no, I actually kind of like it. 
That's not the complaint with these new uniforms they've got this year. Okay, Nike engineered and designed them. Fanatics manufactured them. And that's the problem. Anybody who has ordered from Fanatics knows the manufacturing is slipshod to say the least. There's been a lot of people on social media, like there's whole accounts about stuff that they feel like Fanatics is messed up for them. So that stinks. It, this is from The Athletic. Major League Baseball's on-field uniform provider has rolled out the Nike Vapor Premier. Nike claims the new jersey is softer, lighter, and stretchier than previous. Players say it's worse. In clubhouses around the league yesterday, they criticized the jersey's poor fit, cheap look, inconsistent quality, and small lettering. This is Angels outfielder Taylor Ward. It looks like a replica. It feels papery. Said from the looks of it, it doesn't look like a $450 jersey. So far, thumbs down. At his locker, Angels reliever Carlos Estevez was in a tizzy. He pulled out a couple tops. Charlie Sheen? He pulled out a couple of tops and pairs of pants to show the shades didn't match. Oh. He laughed at the spacing and shrunken nature of the lettering on the back of the jersey. And apparently, he bemoaned the fact that he can't customize his pants to his preference the way pitchers once could. He said, when I wear my pants, I feel like I'm wearing someone else's pants. I can't believe you hey, skipped, Dan, you the, skipped best, really important the best line. line of this whole paragraph. <laughs> I wasn't going to read that. I didn't know if I could read that. You part. could read that. Please read it. As he bemoaned the fact he can't customize his pants to his preference the way pitchers once could, tailoring the fit to their big dumpers and tree trunk thighs. That's you can read. Robbie Ray. And then Ward said, I could see Estevez flexing and it was ripping in the back. So this is going on in the Cardinals clubhouse as well. This has got to be a union issue. This is really important. You would think that that at some point the Players Association is going to go, hey, what are we doing? Their stuff should look like the greatest stuff ever. It should feel great. One of the problems is stuff isn't stitched. They're, they're you know, pressing it onto the jerseys. And if you're talking about, like, spring training stuff, all right, whatever. You know, they throw that into bins and all that. And as you heard Craig Council say in spring training, four words, the results don't matter. But for the regular season, especially if you're trying to sell stuff to people, if you'd like to sell jerseys, you want it to be quality. When you order a hockey sweater, you want the weight of a hockey sweater. When you order a jersey, you want to feel the mesh like in the jersey. And taste the biscuit. Yeah. Taste the goodness of the biscuit. Dansby Swanson said he reached out to his Nike contacts Tuesday to discuss the new jerseys. Well, you know, Dansby is good on talking to me. He will, he, he will call a manager. He said he is all for the new materials, but some of the design decisions, like the specific shade of blue on the Cubs jerseys, are worth, in his words, reconsidering. Uh, How are you going to mess up the Cubby blue, they, man? Well, listen, this is Dansby Swanson. Cubby blue is its own blue, right? Yes. The blue on the uniform is a little bit different than cubby blue. The disrespect. So how can we just recapture that? 
Swanson's broader point was that in the design process, Nike may have removed some elements that make each team's jersey their own. In Cardinals camp, they lamented losing the chain stitching of player names on the jersey. Well, who cares about them, though? Swanson said you wouldn't change the font of, let's say, the Atlanta Falcons. They have a little bit of futuristic block lettering. It's unique to their jersey. You wouldn't then go put that on the New York Giants jersey. With some of those things, it's like this makes a Cubs uniform a Cubs uniform. It doesn't need to change. I think they will probably have to end up figuring out a way to kind of go back to what it used to be. Thanks, Dansby. I'm I'm with Dansby on this. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I this will is su- our concern, dude. I will support him wholeheartedly in this endeavor. Cause some of the I saw I saw some videos on it. It's funny because it was on my list of things to talk about too. And I was looking at some of the videos of guys looking at their jerseys and some guys doing back to backs of what the jerseys look like mm-hmm. last year versus what they look like this year. And I'm just going, that is um here he, here's what I thought immediately. My Babe Ruth League, I went to my my closet. My Babe Ruth League jersey is better made. Like, it's actually stitched. It's not pressed. Homewood Material Services, which was our sponsor, is stitched onto the front of it. And I'm sitting there going, that was 30 years ago. And I have a better jersey than Major League Baseball players do in 2024? That's wild. I didn't get to keep my club baseball jersey. We had to give ours back. I got to keep my hat, which I still have. Well, I I still have have my DePaul one, which is also better made because we we went and designed them ourselves. The the Duke jerseys were Dodgers. If you you picture it with the red, red number with the script Duke across the front, blue Duke. White jerseys, red number, and ours were the varsity. When the varsity would get, you know, they'd move on to their next nice jerseys, they would give us their old jerseys. We made we made a hat at DePaul that I still think is one of the best designs that the university has ever had. And then we got in trouble because it was, you know, trademarked. But they used to have this place called the Blue Demon Room. And the the uh mascot for the Blue Demon Room was a baby blue demon like with a pitchfork like it had on like a diaper so we just took it and put a baseball bat in its hands instead of a pitchfork and every like we were selling them and the university was like yeah we don't think we can let you do that and i'm like why would you not and let us sell it and also have the softball team wear it there you go it's an awesome logo that we created Sure, we took the source material to do it, but we created it. Boy, looking at these Mariners jerseys, Bad. night and day, man. It, it it looks like something you would get at Target. So does this mean that baseball players are going to grab the scissors, the closest scissors that they can find, and cut them up? Je suis Chris Sale. Just... We're not going to wear these. We're not going to wear these. No, we're not going to wear these. We're not going to wear these crappy pants. They're not. I mean, if you're (laughs) if you're unsure of what Dan and I are talking about, just do a search and you'll be like, because you won't want to spend a hundred dollars on one of those things. I don't even know how much jerseys cost. Let's just call it a hundred dollars. You're not going to want to spend a hundred dollars on that. 
And and you're definitely going to be like, wait, this is what I could get for $20 on the street. Why are Major League Baseball players being forced to wear them? Doesn't seem great. I don't know how Major League Baseball and the Players Association allowed this to happen. But I am glad that the players, players themselves, maybe not the association as of yet, but the players themselves are like, nah, we're good. We're good on all of that that you ask. Like, I'm imagining there's going to be, I wonder if guys are just going to, like, come out in the T-shirts now for spring training. Like the hitting shirts or like the? Like like the train to rain <laughs> shirts that they usually wear in spring training. Or rain in October shirts that they wear in spring training. I Studs, who were you saying came into camp in the best shape of their life? Oh, Michael Kopech is 20 pounds lighter. How? Okay, first of all, that guy is a machine. Like, he looks like an Adonis. Do you mean to tell me that he's even better shape than he was last year? If that's possible. I don't know if he said that. He oh, said God. that he's 20 pounds lighter. Everyone's oh. always 20 pounds lighter. Is he still doing deadlifts? Look how much I can deadlift, bro. That's a stupid thing for a baseball player to it do. Really why, it why would a baseball really player is. deadlift? It really is. Because they did it at that special fancy place he worked out at in Texas. I wonder if, if when it's all said and done, Michael Kopech is, is going to do the Jake Arietta. We've got the Popeye's spokesperson, Lawrence, the Popeye's actress. Yes. Her name is Tadase, T-A-D-A-S-A-Y, Tadase Young. Yes, it is. That is her name. Tadase Young Robinson? She is yeah, on, she's married. She is on Instagram. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think we've lost Lawrence. My, Go get it, baby. That's my fault. Well, she's she's got someone else, so it's fine. Yeah, but you're they be- did a good job. Yeah, I think you're better looking than he is. I I mean that's fine, but that may not be what she wants. She might want someone who's stable. <laughs> and then you know this isn't. I know Ray is like Ray is out here like hey 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 man Ray is like I'm hey, available baby hey, you know. Hey. She's the, the, you can go to uh, you can find who who we're talking about if you go to YouTube and just look at uh, you search Popeyes New Orleans commercial <laughs> and that's the the most recent one. Yep. Yeah, I'm yeah. a fan. Oh, they got a, they got a baby. Oh, I'm happy that they well, have good a baby. For them. I'm glad that they're happy. He looks like somebody too, and I can't quite place it. Smokey Robinson. No, <laughs> happy Chanuka. He looks like Chanuka. a young Braver. Smokey. No, no, he doesn't. There's some smoking on teacher how you works. <laughs> oh my god, I have In to case tell you. you didn't know. I know we're up against. I have to tell you on what? New Year's Eve. Are you going to keep me from doing my reptile story again? Yep. Oh, I'll Got save it. this. I'll save this for later. But it's a Smokey Robinson story. No, I'll tell you let's later. hear it. Let's hear it. Well, very quickly, I, I watched the Tiny Desk series with, of Smokey Robinson on New Year's Eve with my mom and then had to explain to my mom when his newer music came on, like, oh, well, mom, you see, Smokey came out with a new album, and it's there's a lot to God it. God bless you, babe, and enjoy Chinooka. Have a, little, a wonderful time. Yeah, it's, A little more explicit than usual. It's, it's way more explicit mm-hmm. than usual. It's not very sweet. Yeah, just explain that to my mother. Yeah, it's I mean, not it's good. It's Smokey Robinson. It's just like Brian McKnight. Brian McKnight literally oh. made a song called "I'm gonna teach you how you work." Yeah, now that one was way more. 
like, what uh, are you extreme doing? Extreme than, than Smokey. You're the, that's a little presumptuous, I think. Uh, it yeah. totally is. Yeah. How would you know? You don't know. Smokey in his songs is hinting, very much hinting. Uh, Brian McKnight was straight up just saying the yeah. stuff. Well, I mean, the song titles of Smokey's, there's... There's not a There's lot not of a nuance going on. Yeah, there. He's he's like, gonna, hey, what about uh, what do you think? Of, uh, he's taking out whatever's left uh, of it and beating you over the head with uh, it. Uh, what do you think of this? Uh, why don't you show me that? That's track six. Why don't you show me that thing? <laughs> Knock the bottom out of that thing. Hi, I'm Smokey Robinson. This is my new song that I'm premiering today on BET. It's called "Why Don't You Show Me That Thing." <laughs> High noon is next. I've been waiting to do a story for three days, and I probably still won't have time to do no, it. No, we're not going to have time. All right. It's next on the score. Happy Chinooka. I have no idea what Chinooka is. You're listening to Bernstein and Holmes. Middays 10 to 2 on Sports Radio 670 The Score. In Odyssey Station. I'll be back this way on Monday. We'll settle this then. Right there, out in the street, in front of the palace alone. Yeah, right. When? High noon? Here at High Noon, we tell you what we've been talking about. We started out on a serious note, uh, lamenting the state of affairs in this country where we've normalized mass shootings because of the fetishization of guns, and how we've chosen that this is what we want based on how we vote. And it's too bad. But this is our decision. This is on us. Because these are the choices that we've made for such things. Talk about the Bulls and Kobe White and just his remarkable maturity after defeat of understanding what he did wrong and knowing what can be done better. Billy Donovan describing exactly how he drew up that play and how Kobe White has earned that opportunity on the road to take that shot. The Bears got some bad news from the Board of Review regarding what the actual assessment is for their land that they own in Arlington Heights. And now there's a deadline of a couple of days from now, a soft deadline, to try to negotiate that down and come to some agreement with the three Arlington Heights school districts. Or the Bears just have to pay a little bit more up front than they otherwise would to have everything they've always wanted. And we talked about the controversy of these awful MLB uniforms that the players absolutely despise. I'll be real quick because I know that you want to get to your story. No, 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 no. You've been trying all week to keep me from doing this story. Caitlin Clark is probably going to pass Kelsey Plum tonight. She tried on Sunday, but the game got away from Iowa. There's a little bad blood going on at the end of that game, too. Uh, Nebraska ended up winning that game against Iowa. It was a major upset by the Cornhuskers. But tonight, Caitlin Clark is going to go to break Kelsey Plum's scoring record. Tickets are starting to go north of $1,000 to get in to Carver-Hawkeye Arena. Wow. Uh, So, look, it it is amazing what she's accomplished. And what she's done for the sport. It's cool to see people try to get in to watch her play. And and now that she's going for this, this record, she even said, yeah, I had to tell a lot of people no. 
because obviously I'm sure there are, are family and friends and friends of friends it's like, oh, I know Caitlin. We used to go gigging together back in the day. Frog gigging? I don't know. I don't know if that's what, something that she did. Oh. But whatever. Well, whatever sort of connection that you think that you have to her, you're like, oh, let me get some tickets from her. No. You got to pay for these tickets. And even on the resale value, you're paying 10, 20 times what they would ordinarily go for. What does Carver Hawkeye seat? 17? I, I don't know, but they're going to be full tonight. $1,000? Yeah. To get in. And those tickets are usually 15 bucks. You want to be a part of history. And she is doing that. She is, if I'm her. As long as nobody runs on the floor when it happens and knocks her over. If I'm her. I don't know if the WNBA is the move. Uh, you got one more year that you could play, and you're gonna get made. You make millions just being you for one more year. Well, I certainly think it's worth doing the math. Oh, would you look at that? We are out of time. We are out of time. That is too bad. Uh, Ty Noon, we do it every day around this time. When we come back, why don't we get into some hardcore? quarterback breakdowns and this analyst doesn't like what this analyst said can we have strong opinions about the bears quarterback and make sure that our opinion matters no we don't do that here okay it's not our bit and i get what I, you're not being fair to the afternoon show i get what <laughs> they're saying anything about it. what i get what they're saying have your, your opinion, voice heard have your voice heard your opinion matters to them to Parkins and Spiegel and Shane and Wait. Danny. You actually think somebody's opinion matters to Shane? No. Okay. Well, I mean, let's not, let's not get carried away. He's a little bit more sensitive than you give him credit for. He he is often swayed by people's opinion of him and other things. He's a good man and thorough. We'll talk Bears quarterbacking next on the score. <laughs> 